Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. gentlemen live from the west coast it's time for ring talk live world one your inside look into combat sports yeah brought to you by the wbo the world boxing organization how about that and now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history let's get him let's get him hard pedro fernandez better grab me quick before my knees give way Dominic Caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 35 make that 36, but no, no, it's going to be 37 years, Cuddy, like in two weeks. Two weeks, 37 years of radio. Good Lord, who would think? Bottom line is, we're still kicking ass, knocking out all bums 37 years later. All right, not quite 37, but 36 years and 51 weeks. Bottom line is, we're knocking out all bums live coast to coast every Saturday and Sunday, live on Sports Byline, uh, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, and a plethora of other internet platforms. And of course, the bra podcasts always end up at anchor.com. You can check out the Ring Talk Live Worldwide channel at anchor.com. We're also going live on twitch.tv and you see me twitching around in the chairs because I am a bit nervous today. Don't ask me why. I've been doing this for so long. Uh, you know, I just can do it in my sleep, people think, but I can't. And I'm a bit nervous today. I have no idea, but I'm just feeling a bit antsy. Of course, we'll hear from the Boxing's true PhD, Mr. Socrates Palmer, in just a few minutes. And, of course, we'll be going down the a litany of boxing headlines. Of course, there's Boxing Tonight at ESPN, and, and, you know, Sean Porter's back. And got to say, Sean Porter looked like he was in fantastic condition. I've always questioned his conditioning in the past. I always thought that maybe he put 8.5, 8.9, but never, never a 9 or a 10. But it looks like he went the extra mile and got himself in real good shape for tonight's fight. So we wish him the very best of luck. And we want these fights to be good. In other words, what you're going to put on TV, hopefully is entertaining as far as competitive is concerned can we beg for both hopefully we can you are tuned to ring talk live worldwide you're inside looking at the world of boxing and mma open phone lines around the coast 1-800-878-7529 that's 1-800-878-7529 or the guilt-free no commitment text line 415-275-1613 the text line once again 415 415- Two seven five one six one three. We are live on Twitch TV, the Sports USA channel. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. The world is changing so fast these days. You ever feel like you're not keeping up personally or professionally? Enter Elevated Media ESQ. Elevating with Marsha allows you to advertise in a form you never thought possible. They feature a business in an interview-type fashion, which is comfortable, amazingly affordable, and flexible. Not only that, the feature on your business is then formulated into a podcast for convenient, on-demand listening 24-7-365. Reach out today, no matter how big or small your business is. Elevating with Marsha is highly effective, and you'll be so grateful for the superfans she'll create. Email hello at elevatedmediaesq.com. Elevated Media ESQ, changing your business for the better. I'm pretty handy around the house, but now that I have kids, I don't want to spend my Saturday installing a toilet or fixing an air conditioner. But thankfully, there's HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor helps me find the best home pros in my area to handle any kind of project. You can read reviews of the pros, check their availability, and even book appointments online. And what my wife loves most is that HomeAdvisor is completely free to use. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started. HomeAdvisor. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. If he gets through this dragnet, he's as slippery as a nail and a barrel full of oil. Check it. Twelve minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. At one point in the late, at one point in time in the late 1980s, a real estate developer by the name of Carl DeMay came to me and said, you know, I want to start a boxing club. Really? I said, yeah, that'd be a great idea. He goes, and I'm thinking about putting Marty Denkin in charge. I said, well, Marty, of course, is a deceased Hall of Fame referee. He definitely knows his business, no doubt about that. So he puts together this boxing club in L.A. called the DeMay Boxing Club, okay? So having heard about this kid, I'm talking about a kid back then. He was like 17 years old. His name was Oscar De La Hoya. And then watching him on a couple of amateur fights via VHS tape. That's right, VHS tape, for those of you that know what that means. Denkin tells me Oscar De La Hoya will be part of the Dame Boxing Club. Whoa. Dame's intent was to sponsor Oscar uh, as an amateur and then manage him as a pro. Well, that didn't work out so well. But as I watched this kid, 
he was a kid that didn't even shave yet. Still a kid, yeah. Actually, manhandled professional fighters. I don't want to embarrass because they listen to this show and they follow me on Facebook. So the bottom line is he manhandled a lot of guys at 17 years old. I mean, what can I say? He was just kicking a lot of ass in the gym. He looked like Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, and Alexis Arguello all combined to one. I was looking at the greatest fighter I thought of all time, seriously, as an amateur beating up these guys in the gym. So anyway, I would call Oscar every couple of weeks to do some radio. And his mother would answer the phone, and she was a nice lady. And I would ask her, uh, is Oscar there? And she would say, Oscar, telefono. And this lasted about a year, about a year and a half before Oscar bolted uh, Domain and went on to win the gold medal, of course, in 1992. And as a professional, I mean, people look to knock him. I don't. It's pretty hard to knock him. I mean, rolling through the lighter weights. I mean, he was beating up guys that were so much smaller than him. It was unbelievable. Rolling through the lighter weights at 130, 135 pounds and 140 pounds. He really didn't get a challenge to 147 pounds in Sugar Shane Mosley. Of course, he would lose that fight. But he would come back at 154 pounds and do incredibly well before losing again. Guess who? Guess who? The guy in Flintstone Vitamins, Shane Mosley. So Oscar's running 160 pounds while it was profitable for me. I think, <laughs> I think De La Hoya was favored over uh, Bernard Hopkins, but I threw down a thousand bucks and got back like 3,500, I think. Never won to bet on fights. This was a sure thing, betting against Oscar versus Bernard Hopkins. Because Oscar had cut his, cut his hand in training that week, and they had put five stitches between a thumb. I think it was his right hand or left hand, but they put five stitches between his thumb and his first finger because they had cut that, taken off some hand wraps two days before the fight. So the bottom line is he was damaged goods, plus he was a smaller guy. But from that point forward, from the Hopkins point forward, the Hopkins fight forward, uh, the beating he took at the hands of Manny Pacquiao, I, I guess it wasn't severe enough because now the golden man, no longer a golden boy, the golden man is back. And sprinkled in between all those years of, of glory in the ring were years of cocaine abuse and cheating on his wife. We don't need to bring up butt plugs or Milana Dravenau. Remember her? I had talked to her back in like 2007. Actually, I talked to her girlfriend and she was in the same room. That's the way we did it. Uh, I did it through a third party. She was in the same room. It was pretty funny because we were exposing Oscar, of course, for wearing Victoria's Secret outfits. In other words, dressing up like a drag queen, dressing like a woman, shaving his legs, all that kind of good stuff, and wearing panties. And, of course, he sued her, Milana Dravenil, and she sued him back, and uh, he ended up settling with her for $20, $20 million. So I guess she was right about the butt plugs and Every time that Oscar would come to town or Oscar would call her on the phone, he would tell her to go get a kit. And a kit in the world world of players, as far as I was concerned, when a girl told me, you know, uh, it'd be nice if he got me a kit. Well, she never really said the kit, but I know what she meant. She meant like the Victoria's Secrets top and the bottom and all that kind of good stuff. So that was a kit, okay? So sprinkled in between all those years was his wearing, you know, Victoria's Secrets outfits and getting caught in 2007, of course, a $20 million settlement, you know. Anyway, you know, comebacks like this, they they just don't end well. They don't. And unless he wants to come back and wear panties again, it's probably not going to be successful because panties differ from boxing trunks, okay? And at the end of the day, Oscar was a fine fighter. There was no doubt about it. And I don't mean to knock him outside of the ring. I mean the butt plugs and, and posing with chicks for for all these different kind of weird photos in, 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 uh, in drag positions. That's his thing. And, of course, that would have been private, but it became public. So once it became public, it's public. In other words, it, it, he, was, he was against that. He said to me one time, he says, I can't believe you wrote the stuff you wrote. I said, bro, 
I said, it's, it's in the public world. What am I supposed to do? Somebody sends me these photos before the DM. I had them before TMZ had them. And then I sent them to Emmanuel Stewart. And Emmanuel Stewart looked at him and he looked at him and he looked at him. I sent him to him via Federal Express. And he looked at him and looked at him and looked at him. And I was on the phone with him and he was looking at him. He goes, I've been looking at these for about 10, 15 minutes. And I said, yeah, well, what do you mean? He goes, well, I, 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 this, this is Oscar. I said, well, you sure? He says, oh, there's no doubt about it. So with that, I went and ran the pictures at ringtalk.com, which was a former website that I ran. At the end of the day, Oscar got upset. But, you know, as I said, he paid $20 billion in the end uh, to Milana Dravenel because she said that he was wearing the panties and she was buying them butt plugs and all that kind of good stuff. So I guess at the end of the day, money talks. But this comeback, whether it's against a formidable foe or a not-so-formidable foe, he's still an old man, and old men don't take lickings too well. This will not end well for Oscar De La Hoya. It's maybe except financially. And why does he need the money? He made more money than about anybody in the business. But you have greed, folks. He's a greedy old dude, and I guess, well, I guess butt plugs have gotten old. Bottom line, it's time to shift gears. Now we go from Oscar De La Hoya, the golden boy, or the one-time golden boy, to our boxing PhD, Miss Socrates Palmer. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well, Pedro, and uh, I never thought that butt plugs and then the segue into me was <laughs> was ever going to happen in my lifetime but it's the first for everything well i didn't think well, i didn't think i i didn't think i would use the, that term again i thought it was over with i mean but the bottom line is if, he, if he's back again so is the story of his um his um charades outside of the ring i mean you know those it wasn't only in philadelphia i mean there were cities all across the united states supposedly where this girl milana met up with oscar and every time she met up with oscar she brought a kit and that's sort of, and you know, I don't, I don't know. How, I, listen, I don't know how you show your face in public again after that. I really don't. I mean, outside of, there ain't too many more things to, I, I, I don't know. I, I, well, maybe he's bisexual. I don't know. I, the bottom line is she was always told to bring those plugs. That's what she, she told her girlfriend to Hello. tell me that she was always told to bring those plugs. So, you know, I don't know what to say, but at the end of the day, he's coming back. I guess he's going to come back as a welterweight or a junior welterweight or a 54. But what weight does he say? I haven't heard anything specific, uh, but I can't, I can't imagine that he would be able to make 154 pounds again. I mean, he's 47 years old. Um, the one thing that plays in his favor is that other than the Pacquiao fight, Oscar's never taken a beating, you know, so. Other, he's probably suffered more abuse outside of the ring um, with his, you know, past drug use than inside the ring. And, you know, I just, but the body, for him to make 154, that's going to be pushing it. I can't see him making that weight. I would probably say more realistically, probably middleweight, 160. And depending what are his goals, he says it's a, a legit comeback. It's not exhibitions. So... I, I'm curious to find out what's the status on Canelo Alvarez's contract with Golden Boy. If maybe that's what we're, you know, dare to dream. Are yeah. you trying to tell me that Oscar's going to come back and try to fight Canelo? Is that what? Is that what? Is that what you smell, Mister Mister PhD? I mean, because you don't get suspicious in, unless you there's something that's a little bit merit to that. But is that what you smell? I mean, I know that they're not as close as they once were. Um. And uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't put put it past anything. Um, I certainly don't think 
he could make 135 pounds and fight Ryan Garcia, who's the guy who he really has beef with <laughs> these days. You know, he'd have to probably chop off an arm. But, you know, uh, I don't know. Why, why does he want to come back? Ego. It's the only thing I could think of. I mean, like you said, he's got money. He, he's made money and he's, and he has money. And he's still you know, making money. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, uh, you know, what, what else can I say? He's, it's in style. Um, he wants to one up, I guess, Tyson and Roy, uh, you know, since exhibitions, since they're doing their exhibition. Uh, I also saw Sergio Martinez. Sergio Martinez yeah. got in the ring yesterday and won. Uh, maybe that's a fight that could come down the pipe because he does not want to come back as a, as a uh, sideshow or a celebrity boxer. He wants to make one more run. So let's see what happens. Oscar yeah. De La Hoya's peak, I thought, was the, the Fernando Vargas fight in 2002. I was there. Vargas was bigger yes. than him. I saw Vargas at the weigh-in. I said to myself, good God, this guy looks like a monster. And, of course, he was ripped up on steroids. We would find out later in the uh, – the uh in the post fight test, but the bottom line is Oscar almost got drilled. I think in the first or second round, he was down really hard and like, oh man, it was like it wasn't looking good for him. And he came back and he weathered the storm. He beat a bigger guy who was on steroids. More power to him. But I think that that day in 2002, uh, September 14th, celebrating Mexican Independence Day that weekend, I thought that was Oscar's shining moment, no doubt about a TKO in 11 over the then 154 pound champion Fernando Vargas. We'll come back with boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer, after the break. Little Tower of Power there, only so much oil on the ground. Gas is going up again. You're tuned to Ring Talk. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721-855-715-5721-855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? 
No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. One million dollars of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Can't you keep out of trouble? These are my boys, East Bay Soul. I think they're the new Tower of Power. Why do I say that? Because um, Greg Adams, a founding member of Tower of Power, runs East Bay Soul. And I just think they're, they seem to have more energy and they're rocking and rolling. And I saw Tower of Power with Average White Band like less than a year ago and they just didn't deliver. I don't know why, whether it was because of the fact they were dealing with AWB or not, but the bottom line is the tower has not really delivered the last couple of times I saw them. Hey, I tell it like it is. Bottom line is <clears throat> Tower of Power still rocks. So, of course, they're available at towerpower.com. <clears throat> excuse me. And East Bay Soul is available at eastbaysoul.com. Now, on the line, of course, from the East Coast. Wow. I'm talking about the Bronx bomber himself, Mr. Marshall. Socrates Palmer. Um, have mercy on us, man. What's on your mind? Tell me. I mean, you've been pl- percolating for a week now. What's up? Uh, well, I'm glad to see that uh, the boxing schedule is picked up. Uh, it's a good problem to have when you're having to challenge surf. Uh, you know, thank goodness for DVR and and you know, you can watch everything stream now later, same day. You got a big, a busy boxing schedule today, uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, Want to see uh, Joe Smith and Alvarez? That's a real interesting crossroads fight. Um, the loser pretty much punches his way into uh, stepping stone status, and the winner could probably uh, look forward to another uh, light heavyweight title shot down the line. I think that's probably the best card on the night. Um, see Sean Porter's returning, um, and uh, he looks like a beast. Katie Taylor. He always does. I mean, physically, I mean, he, very few people have better genetics than Sean Porter, and he's always been that way since the amateurs. I have no idea how he was, how he's able to make 147 pounds. The guy is just, uh, he's a little tank, um, and he comes to fight. Not the prettiest to watch, you know, a guy that makes you, you know, you got to pack your lunch when you fight him. A guy that really maybe not as talented as Tim Bradley. I kind of echo, you know, similar. They, they just kind of outwill you at times. Um, and uh, what's the other thing? Uh, 
on the ladies' side, Katie Taylor comes back after a controversial decision. She's uh, going to rematch. Uh, she has a rematch scheduled today on the zone on the undercard of Pavetkin and and White, yeah. two guys that have t- tested positive for PDs. Um, so that should be interesting. It's always interesting when two juicers go at it. Yeah. I wonder if when when that's the case, if they should just allow it, you know, because if it's, if they're both using, it's a fair fight, you know. Cecilia Brakus lost her first fight, and the girl that beat her, I mean, uh, Jessica McCaskill, I was, like, blown away by her effort. She threw 230 more punches. She just wasn't going to be. You know, she reminded me of Zach Badia. I was going to fight Zach Badia one time, and I realized this guy's throwing 180 punches. He was throwing, like, 150 punches around. I'm not kidding you. How do you stop a guy that throws 150 punches around and has got a great chin? You don't stop him, okay? You end up getting beat by him. But the bottom line is she sort of, like, Steamroll just kept throwing punches at Breakus. He kept throwing, kept throwing, kept throwing, and she won at the end. And you know, I, I thought her attitude was good. And she's like, um, uh, 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 an investment banker. Yeah, that's yes. So smart lady. Um, I, you know, I was the, the hype up into the fight. The, the lead into this fight was Breakus has a chance to break Joe Lewis's record, and I understand a PR's a PR person's job is to give ink to your to your client but i thought that was just disrespectful number one and number two just insane to even compare the two records um no knock on women's boxing but there's just two different things two different sports break is losing has been she's been a great champion over the years maybe father you know the undefeated person in the room is father time you know he's the undefeated champion of all time and um it's possible that she became Old overnight. Uh, hopefully they do it again. You know, for McCaskill's sake, I'm sure it's a nice big payday, and they could hype it up even more. And Breakus could probably walk off into the sunset if she's able to redeem herself. Uh, but she, uh, showed, she, showed, she showed a lot of class. You know, John Signorella, Johnny Sig shot me a, a he shot me a schedule like several years ago, and it popped up again on YouTube. I mean, on YouTube, on Facebook, and it's the September 2012 schedule. Get this. September 1st in HBO, Golovkin versus Prozka and Sergi versus uh, Jonathan Gonzalez. September 8th on HBO, Andre Ward versus Chad Dawson, DeMarco versus John Molina and Vitaly Klitschko. Uh, bottom also this night on Showtime, Randall Bailey versus Devin Alexander. September 15th, HBO, the aforementioned Sergio Martinez versus Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. And that night on Showtime, Saul Alvarez, Canelo Alvarez taking on Josefito Lopez. Uh, Journeyman, September 21st, Showtime, Jonathan Romero versus Efren Esclavis. Also on that night on NBC, Gabriel Cambito versus Sergio Kovalev. Oh, I gotta finish this. Gabriel Rosado versus Charles Whitaker. September 29th, HBO, Edwin Rodriguez versus Jason Escalera. Also that night on Epix, Alexander Pofigan versus Hassin Rachman. To all the haters of the sport, boxing was alive and well in 2012, wasn't it? It's, you know what, like you said, the haters could say what they want, but boxing is one of the few sports that recycles superstars. You know, I, I mean, that, I'm sorry, that is able to create superstars and, and not just within their lane. Um, boxing, when a boxer is huge, he's a crossover global star. You know, Canelo Alvarez right now is the face of boxing and he's on that short list of Lionel Messi, Christian Ronaldo, He's right there. Mm-hmm. Um, global, iconic figures. Um, and of course, Manny Pacquiao and Mayweather. Boxing has never 
been dead. Sometimes it goes into a coma, you know, and because they try to equate the heavyweight division with how the, the sport of boxing goes, is followed or, or whatever, but it's never been dead. No, no, but, but with HBO walking away, it, it sort of took away an arm. I mean, it's it yes. just, the, the HBO, the loss of HBO, and I tell Larry Merchant this once in a while, and he tells me, stop snibbling. Okay. <laughs> That's what he tells me, stop snibbling. <laughs> and I, I miss HBO. And not because I miss him, I miss the, I miss the fights. It, it, HBO boxing, you had a, a sense that it was a special night. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, how can you not, you know, put the two and two together? They had the biggest stars in the, in the world. And Mike Tyson, Chavez, um, everyone who, who, anyone who's everyone wanted to fight on HBO. And, and, and it's no knock on Showtime, but it's just a panache about HBO, the production, Larry Merchant, of course, um, who, by the way, going back to that Vargas De La Hoya fight, echoed one of the great lines. You can't put a six pack on the chin. I will always remember that. <laughs> I, I will always remember that. You know, HBO was boxing, you know, and, uh, I don't want to get off the air without saying a belated happy birthday to Don King. Yeah, 89 years old. I called him and left him a message. Godfather not returning phone calls these days. I wish him well. They, somebody, some people tell me his health is okay. Other people tell me his health is not so okay. Now, this WBO light heavyweight title fight is eliminated between between Alvarez and Smith. That's the headliner. But the co-feature is going to be Rob Brandt, the former WBA middleweight title holder, versus Vitaly somebody. But the bottom line is... Rob Brandt, was he, is he the biggest choke, an American choke we've seen in the last few years? I mean, he went over to Japan. He sort of like, he just like pushed out in my mind. I watched that fight, man. He's like, he didn't bring it. You were, I remember you were high on him. And yeah, I mean, some guys have an off night. Um, some guys can't get over that hump, you know. Um, like you said, it, it's, I mean, they are human beings, all athletes. You know, you hate to use the word choke. But, you know, sometimes guys don't get it done when they need to, you know, and, and nerves or whatever it may be. But Rob Brandt physically is somebody, you look at him, he's got the skill set to be a, a bigger deal in the middleweight division than what he is. Um, maybe he bounces back. Uh, he's, he's fighting when, tonight? Yeah, he's taking on Vitaly, somebody on the uh, Alvarez-Joe Smith undercard. Of course, they're rock and rolling on ESPN and there's all kinds of boxing. Of course, Fox has got boxing, Sean Porter and Sebastian Formilia. I think Sebastian's an opponent here. Is he a mark? Seems that way. <laughs> Absolutely. He seems that way. He's, 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 he seems like, uh, the, the guy, you know, a stay busy guy. And, you know, I understand that, you know, these promoters, if they're not getting any ticket money, they don't want to put them in. They don't want to put their fighters against killers. You know, I, I get that, and and I'm sure from the manager side, uh, Sean Porter uh, figured, let me take the safe fight, and at least I'm active and on TV at least. Can't believe he's not fight you, Mir Cuddy. Anyway, real quick, August 26th, ESPN Plus, Tim Zhu, Kasha's son, taking on Jeff Horn, the younger guy, the bigger guy is going to win this one. Zhu? Question mark. Um, I'll be pulling for him. I mean, he comes from great lineage. I, the little bit that I've seen on him, he's got some skill. The and, great, you know, the great Socrates Palmer, folks. I cut him off, but the great Socrates Palmer on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network features Saturdays live on Ring Talk Worldwide. Peace.
comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. The great thing about facts, they're proven. Like the fact that crude oil contains impurities. Or that base oil made from natural gas is 99.5% free of impurities. And the fact that Pennzoil is the first synthetic motor oil made from natural gas, not crude oil. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Based on sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. Ask for it at Jiffy Lube. I think that the Affordable Care Act, you know, as long as it wasn't a name of uh, the Obamacare, it would pass. They made the test already. But the fact of the matter is, at the essence of it all, is people need health care. Happy birthday, Don King turned 89 this week. Rocking and rolling, man. He hasn't picked up the phone in the past few months, and that worries me when I talk about um Somebody is 89 years old. I mean, usually he's ready to gifting. He's got the gift of gab going no matter what condition he's in. I mean, bottom line is you give Don King a phone and look out, baby. He's talking for hours. But 
He hasn't been picking up the phone lately, and I'm a little concerned about that. Of course, 89 years old, wish him the happiest of birthdays, no doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. Last week, of course, uh, USC doing their thing in Vegas in their little bubble they got down there. Of course, the USC Apex Center, call it what you want. Stipe Miocic, the world heavyweight champion, defended that title with a unanimous nod over a former champion, Daniel Cormier. Of course, Cormier at one time the USC light heavyweight champion, 205 pounds. This is the heavyweight title, which is over 205 pounds, and the, min- and the maximum weight is 265 pounds. But Miocic, looking lean for this fight, came in and didn't fight the greatest fight in the world, but he won going away as far as <coughs> rounds were concerned. 4-1, to 4-1, to one, and 3-2 to two as far as the scorecards were concerned, over five rounds. Bottom line is, Miocic still the champion. Of course, he will take on Francis Ngannou, <coughs> who he beat before, but if, uh, I, I, would ne- I wouldn't think that he could beat him again. I would think that if Francis Ngannou handles Stipe Miocic quite easily this time, and Miocic's going to get lit up like a White House Christmas tree. And the co-feature, undefeated Sean O'Malley, of course, lost a quite controversial TKO. What happened? He kicked, he got, he checked a kick, and I think it sort of messed his leg up. It didn't, it wasn't a fracture, but man, he looked like, like, whoa, I got no leg, and this sort of went down, and Marlon Vera, of course, a journeyman. People called him a journeyman fighter. Not really a journeyman fighter, but he opened that, that can of ass whooping and sprayed it all over Sean O'Malley. And Sean O'Malley, 19-0, I think, or either, I think he was 19-0 with 19 wins. No, 12-0. Anyway, bottom line is he ain't undefeated no more. Of course, they ended 440 into the very first round. And, of course, I was wrong, dead wrong, about Jazzareno Rosenesnook. Because he lit up Junior Dos Santos big time, knocking him out 347 in the round number two. Dos Santos, the Brazilian, the former two-time UFC heavyweight champion. Um, I, I thought that Joe, I, uh, anyway, what I thought I was wrong. Junior Dos Santos got destroyed. I mean, this guy, Jasmine, can really punch. He's big. He's mean. And, um, he may be a formidable foe for the future of the heavyweight division, the USC. And of course, the future is Francis Ngannou. Uh, and a couple other fights on the card. Eh, I don't know. I wasn't all that impressed with the rest of the card. So at the end of the day, the USC doing their thing. And that was a pay-per-view card. Of course, not big on their pay-per-views because all they do is make money. I told you before, out of a dollar, <clears throat> fighters only get between 8 and $0.12. Cents. Dana's won like a couple of weeks ago, sort of admit that may, they might be getting as much as $0.18 cents a dollar, but that's still not a lot when you talk about the fact that a whole dollar of a $4.2 billion entity out of a whole dollar, only 8 to $0.12 cents is going to the fighters per se. Of course, the guys putting it on the line, the men and the women putting it on the line. Tonight, the main event, of course, ESPN Plus and ESPN talk about Frankie Edgar, the former lightweight champion, dropping down in late, dropping down in weight, not one division, two divisions to Bantamweight. Good luck with that one, baby. He made 135 pounds. <clears throat> I don't know how these guys do it. It's like crazy. I mean, the guy used to fight at 155. He's a short squat dude. I understand that. He's got not not, not a big frame on him, okay? So I but but man, make come down from fighting the world class guys at 155 to fighting guys at 135. You know, if he still got some zip in him, uh, he could be a formidable foe at 135. But I tend to think uh, maybe not. Anyway, bottom line, he's taking on Pedro Munoz, and this is a 135-pound main event from ESPN tonight. I think that's coming. Yeah, it is coming to you from Las Vegas. And the co-feature, Ovin St. Pru, former light heavyweight title challenger to John Jones, takes on Alonzo <coughs> Minifield. And Todd Duffy takes on John Vellante. Bottom line, there's not too many names on this card. Of course, that's ESPN Plus and ESPN rocking tonight. The USC live from the USC Apex Center, of course, is April, August 22nd, 2020. Um, on ESPN and ESPN Plus. As far as the rest of the year is concerned, ho-hum. I'm not all that impressed with the rest of the year as far as the ESPN, the um, uh, USC schedule is concerned. I mean, when you look at it, outside of Khabib um, coming up and Khabib supposedly in a, in a, Khabib, Khabib, 
Khabib versus anybody is not really a fight. Until he steps up and takes on the likes of like Scott Cuddy or somebody like that, there's no challenge for Khabib. I mean, he is just unbeatable. I told you in the ring, uh, he's unbeatable. His record is 24-0, 30-0, 90-0, whatever it is. Um, there's dis- disputed numbers, but nobody's put it, uh, anything but a O next to it. Okay, He's never lost a round in the gym. Ooh, never lost a round in the gym. And when you've never lost another round in the gym, the bottom line is, man, things happen. Anyway, at the end of the night last week, Sippy Milicic showed all the class that it has in being the world heavyweight champion. The winner and still, Stipe Miocic, the greatest UFC, there you go, the greatest UFC heavyweight champion of all time, without a doubt now. How does it feel? Tired. Tired? Yeah, I'm going to go home. <laughs> I can totally understand that. Was there anything about this fight that was surprising to you? No, I mean, no, I mean... Honestly, he's, he's a hell of a fighter, honestly. I, I wish him nothing but best. God bless him. You know, he's having a baby in October. God bless him with that. You know, hope it's a healthy baby and lives a long, happy life. You know, and he, you know, he's an amazing champion, amazing ambassador. Love the guy. I have no ill will towards him. I know we had a thing for the trilogy, but I think that's what makes it better. Um, no, he's a tough dude. You know, I, uh, I need you to kick more. Try to check those more. I knew, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think he knew. He had that first takedown, but I got right back up, so I wasn't really too worried. I think he knew that he was in for trouble if he tried to take me down again. What was the game plan going in here, Stipe? Was there a plan A, plan B, and plan C? Did you have to vary your approach in any way? Yeah, I was on plan like 8.70-5. I was like, <laughs> so many of those right now. I had no idea at one point what I was doing. <laughs> well, that is one of the things about these crazy heavyweight fights. Now, winning this fight, winning the rubber match, cementing your position, not just as the UFC heavyweight champion, but as the greatest of all time, where do you go from here? Do you have to go back and think about this and rest and relax with your family, or do you have a game plan in your head? My game plan. I swear, sorry. Uh, wake up early tomorrow, get up playing at 7 o'clock, go see my baby girl. I miss her all week. Celebrate my birthday on uh, today, 50. I think Wednesday, the 19th, and uh, just enjoy life for now. I'll heal up, and then uh, we'll figure it out from there, man. i got the rest of the summer to hang out and enjoy the pool, and i got my new Traeger girl, so I'm pretty excited about that. Stephanie Miocic, still the world heavyweight champion, but the greatest heavyweight of all time. I mean, that shows you how weak and, and, and shallow the USC pool is as far as legacies in heavyweight and the heavyweight divisions is concerned. Think about that. The greatest heavyweight of all time because he had three successful defenses, lost, and then came back and won the title again, and then beat up a light heavyweight, a guy that was smaller than him, a fat guy in Daniel Cormier. All due respect to Cormier, okay, but he's a fat guy. He just is a fat guy. And anybody that ever fought Cormier that stood up and tried to wrestle with him it was a mistake. It, it just was. It was a stone-cold mistake. You box him, boxing 101 beats Daniel Cormier Every day of the week, I watched him in the gym down there in the American Kickboxing Academy down there in Silicon Valley. I've watched him train. I've always said boxing and body shots, boxing A, B, and C will beat Daniel Cormier. Of course, the second time, Miocic ended up stopping him with body shots, throwing body throwing shots to the body. He should have threw more shots to the body this time. He would have got the chubby guy out of there. But I think he sort of, I think it was a respectful type of thing for, for Stephen Miocic with Daniel Cormier the other night. In other words, showing him a little bit too much respect. Why? I don't know, but maybe because he got knocked out once. I don't know, you know, but the bottom line is too much respect. Uh, Smiocic should have took Cormier out, in my opinion. August 22nd, we talked about these fights. Of course, these are the fights on television tonight. August 22nd, 
uh, on the zone. Dillian White and Alexander Povetkin, Battle of the Juicers. Of course, uh, the aforementioned Socrates Palmer brought this up. And, of course, it's for the WBC <coughs> interim heavyweight title. I thought the WBC title was held by uh, Tyson Fury. And, of course, he took that from Deontay Wilder. And, of course, Deontay Wilder had that for uh, three or four years. So I don't know how this ends up being the interim heavyweight title. Unless the world of Bunko and Chicanery, the WBC, needs some additional sanctioning fees. So they're going to throw Dillian White and Alexander Povetkin in a so-called title fight. Of course, that's coming to you live on the zone. Also today, of course, Sean Porter looking pretty ripped, and, and, and Socrates talked about, he says he's always ripped. No, no. I've never been as ripped as he is for this fight, and I think it's because of the fact that he's had a lot of time to train. I mean, listen, if you've, you've either got yourself in tremendous physical condition in this pandemic and this and this uh, this weird season that we've had since Mar- February, March, or you haven't. It's either one or the other. Either you've gotten fat laying on the couch. I'm talking about John Q. Citizen. Either you've got fat laying on the couch or you've gotten up and you've done something. It's one or the other. Okay, and fighters like Sean Porter looks like Sean Porter spent some some time training more power to him. But Sebastian Formelia looks like a mark, folks. And when I was talking about a mark earlier, that means a guy is probably going to get drilled and came to lose. Uh, Ella Ella Alvarez, of course, the Colombian, former WBL light heavyweight title holder, of course, taking on Joe Smith. And Alvarez was <clears throat> the rage for one fight. And then he comes back and he doesn't show up for the second fight. I'm talking about those two fights with Kolev. I don't know what's going on there. Bottom line is Alvarez hot and cold. I saw him in a WBO convention a couple years ago, of course. That was with, um, who was the other guy? Uh, I can't remember the other guy, but two guys showed up at that convention. Two champs showed up and both guys ended up losing. Yeah, bad luck. Don't go to Panama. Speaking of Panama, Roberto Duran talking this week about the great Ismael Laguna. Of course, Ismael Laguna was a lightweight champion who lost to Ken Buchanan. Of course, and Ken Buchanan was beaten in 1972 by Roberto Duran. Now, Ken Buchanan is still screaming. In fact, the people on the Internet keep hollering at me, saying to me, you know, it was a low blow that ended the fight. Yeah, yeah, okay. It may have been a low blow that ended the fight. And Tony LaBianco, of course, the referee, said, I'm tired of this fight. The fight's over with. Yeah, and I understood the referee being tired of it because it was like Duran just kicking his ass. I mean, his time, it, I mean, it was, it was like a one-sided route. I mean, did Buchanan win a minute there? Did he win a minute? I mean, come on, did he win a minute? I don't think he did. He didn't win a round. At the end of the day, it was a TKO, I think, an 11 for Roberto Duran capturing the World Lightweight Championship. Speaking of lightweight champions, today, of course, is a, um, a day in boxing history because the great Bill O, Grandmaster Bill O, Bill O'Neill, William O'Neill, of course, today's his birthday. We want to wish him a happy 39th birthday, no doubt about that. And of course, Marlon Starling car KO'd Mark Breland on August 22nd, 1987 in 11 rounds. So when they fought in a rematch, I went out and bet some money on Marlon Starling, right? And they called it a draw. They called it a draw. It was a ripoff. I was going crazy. I went nuts. I couldn't believe it. So I went back to my room. I was sharing a room with Jack Fist, the Hall of Fame boxing writer, of course, the greatest boxing writer of all time, without a doubt. And he found out that I bet on the fight. And he said to me, you you should never bet on a fight. I said, why is that? Because he says, you can't remain objective on it, Pete. You just can't. I mean, you had money on the fight. So any round that was close, you might have went another way than you might have had you not had money on it. In other words, money ruins everything. And he's right. If you've got an investment in the fight, you tend to look at fights just a little bit differently. Speaking of investments, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones, worth 100 bucks. Worth 100 bucks. They're talking about that $88, $88 for a pay-per-view charge on that one. And if you want to go high def, I guess it's a little bit more. But 100 bucks to watch Mike Tyson and Roy Jones in, in battle in, a, in, in an exhibition. And I told you about exhibitions. I mean, I've been involved in exhibitions where it's been like, 
a war. I mean, like, holy cow, man. I mean, guys are just going for each other's throat in the whole nine yards. And other times I've been involved in exhibitions where guys are just touching each other, barely touching each other, and, like, playing around in this sense. So what's this going to be? $88.99 or 90 bucks or 100 bucks, whatever it's going to, whatever the charge is. Is, is Mike Tyson going to be able to deliver at, at 52 years old against Roy Jones, who's had a bad chin to begin with? If you ever wanted to pick a guy to come back against and you were a puncher, it had to be Roy Jones. Outside of me, and I mean, come on, I think my chin might be better than Roy's. Roy's got a, a terrible chin. And of course, that chin goes back to 1988. Why do I say that? Remember I told you Sugar Ray Leonard was going to sign him at the Olympic trials in Concord, California, but then Ray had $100,000 in a suitcase and he said, I'm not going to do it. I said, why? Because I think he's got a glass jaw. Well, Ray could have made a lot of money before that glass jaw was exposed, but eventually it was. Roy Jones, of course, getting knocked out, not once, not twice, but many times. You are tuned to Ring Talk, live worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA coming to you from the Sports Byline Studios. Everyone says, I wish I was in your shoe. I wish I was in your shoe. The people, the hundreds of people that wish they were in my shoe, don't know the That's tenth not. of it. If they were in my shoe, they would cry like babies. That's a sobering thought. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. 
If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. That is just a fact of life. Somebody said to me, Aaron, when Larry Merchant left HBO, a lot of the listeners went with him and the viewers went with him. I don't know about that. Listen, the bottom line was HBO was sort of worried about uh, they thought Larry was going to lose his cool, much like Ferdy Bacheco fell apart on the air. They didn't want that happening. Max Kellerman was waiting in the wings. Of course, I call him Max Kellerboy. He came along, of course. Max Kellerman couldn't fill, couldn't fill, uh, Larry's shoes. And even though he's got bigger feet, bottom line is Max is okay, but Larry was the greatest. Um, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, August 21st, 1981. I was there. I skipped the SF Police Academy called in sick the day before, Friday the 20th. I went to Las Vegas to watch Salvador Sanchez take on Wilfredo Gomez in the battle for the WBC 126-pound title. Gomez weighed in at 130 pounds that morning. He went to bed at 125 and a half. How he gained five and a half pounds, five pounds overnight. Well, we know how he did. He was drinking water. Bottom line is, he got lit up bad, had his cheekbone broken in the first round. He was a 2-1 favorite, and he ended up losing, I think, in the eighth round. Of course, all that history comes to us from the boxing historian, our grandmaster, Bill, of course, rocking and rolling on Facebook. The WBO is ordering Navarrete to talk about the former 122-pound champion, Rolando Navarrete Martinez, Emmanuel Navarrete Martinez, to uh, take on a young man by the name of Jesse Magdaleno. Magdaleno, of course, is going to rock and roll. Take that back. He's going to take on Ruben Villa. As it looks like Magdaleno's pulled out, didn't want, didn't want to do the money. Magdaleno Villa's got a record of 18 in it and five with KOs. Not a big punch, ranked number three by the WBO. Of course, as my future stars, as far as the world boxing is concerned, no doubt about that. Emmanuel Navarrete Martinez from Mexico City. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is a Saturday edition produced always by Scott Cuddy. I want to thank you for that. And I want to thank you because there's a million things you can be doing right now. But the fact you listen to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, well, my name is Pedro Fernandez, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Don't forget, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, live on many of these same stations. And, of course, always on Anchor.com, the podcast. This is Ring Talk. Ring Talk.